What up, OGs? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Usher. Let's get it started. What up, OGs? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions Podcast. Today, we have got a very special guest in the building. You guys have been asking for a part two for a long time now, so... We got to make it happen. I've got my boy Jesse Farrell back in the building at the OGHQ. What up, bro? Yo, man, I'm really excited to get this one going because, you know, we did, we've already run an episode. If you guys haven't heard it already, we've done an episode um, with Jesse and we talked a lot about your brand, about the podcast you have, like just like a lot of, you know, how you got started with what you do. But, you know, after that episode, I got a lot of questions and I got a lot of people reaching out to me saying, you know, you guys should kind of do like a not not a how-to but a you know a episode where we kind of talk about like strategies and ways for people to get on our level and do yeah. things that we've a little done deeper. Just, yeah yeah, yeah a little no. deeper. and there's a lot of people that will um like a lot of people right now especially just with like the way the world is like they're starting clothing brands or they're just yeah. trying to do something like as an independent artist or whatever it is and so it's good to kind of like have a, an area for them to come and listen yeah. and get tips and motivation and things like that yep. so I'm really glad to run this part two back. Let's get it going. Let's get it, man. So, um, you know, you've been doing a lot of things recently. Dude, you've, so many things. You've been <laughs> dropping. Stop, man. You've been dropping the most, like, out of this world products and things Just like that. Just the weirdest. Doing, like, real, like, big time brand shit. Yeah, but for sure. one of the things you dropped was a book. Right. And I remember when we had you on the first time, the book hadn't dropped yet, but you gave us a little oh, bit of insight right. to yeah. it. Yeah, it was like that was right before it was even that was anything. like right before it dropped. I don't even think you actually announced it on social media. That's pretty crazy. Time. No, that was actually the first time I ever said anything about it. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's right. That's Dang, dope. Man, that's so crazy. you know, I'm obviously before you you were able to give us a little bit of insight. Yep. Um, whenever you were you came in the first time. But um I want to dive a little bit deeper into that and just kind of like hear about your motivation for creating the book because what was the title of it again it's a A book on self-belief book on self-belief and i think that that's great because a lot of people struggle with that yeah almost everybody to some extent i'm sure yeah and it's just like with i feel like a lot of things with social media and just with the way you like kind of perceive other people's lives or brands it kind of makes people want to like stop doing what they're doing or kind of makes them lose motivation for certain things yeah it does and i love that you wrote a book that is just kind of like keeping people on track and just like the the tips you know tell me a little bit about like what went into that book for you what was your motivation behind making that um it was really the perception that people think special people just have like this self-belief like it's just a special person's trait that like oh you're so lucky you're born with that and it's like people don't realize that it's just a skill that's built through action Mm -hmm. so it's like that's one of the chapters and there's a you have to actively work on that skill to develop it. Yeah. You have exactly. to actively put yourself in situations of being uncomfortable to start building self-belief within yourself. You know 100%. what I'm saying? And being alone and handling situations alone and problems, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, and people don't think that everyone's just like, oh, you're lucky. You're lucky. You're lucky. They play that quick. Like, yeah. Oh, you're just the luckiest person. It's like, nah, bro, I've been working on this skill for a long time mm-hmm. to develop it, you know, into a action and, and believe. not a lot of people see like what goes on in the dark and what right. goes on like behind right. the scenes and they shit. only see what you post exactly right you let them see that so it's like nobody knows if you're grinding or nobody knows when you're alone nobody knows when you're studying you know what i'm saying 100 yeah, yeah. So. or just like designing products doing whatever it is like there's so much more that goes into this shit and i think like if if everybody were to like just try to do what we do for yeah. a fucking day right they'd be exhausted yeah dude it's crazy and the book was mainly for my my personal brand that was for me nothing to do with clothing at all really but that was more for like 
for my personal audience and yeah. like personal self-help. Yeah, right? exactly. Because that goes into clothing though. It The traits that I've built through the stuff I write about in the book goes into the clothing where it's like, oh, I'm more confident to put out product. I'm more confident to put out my own shit. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, yeah. So. And I think it's just like breaking that shell. Like a lot of people, it does take that first couple products to be like, okay, like just like building that confidence, to like put something out there in the world under your name, yeah. you know, because a lot of people, it's like they struggle with, you know, believing in themselves and just like having the confidence to be like, okay, now this is for the people. Like yep. people are going to judge it. Yeah. And you know, you're going to get hate no matter, it does not matter how perfect your bro. Product it is. does not matter. Gonna Someone's going to say people. something. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. No, all, all the time. You're going to receive hate. Yeah. And, forever. Uh, I mean, forever. If you put yourself out there, exactly. New people are going to come and say I, something, you know, I'd rather be like, an entrepreneur like doing something with my life and getting hated on by people i don't even know yep as opposed to not be doing shit at all and never hearing these people's voices, like being so know? scared and just yeah. staying to yourself and then you're unhappy because yeah. you're not putting yourself you're not doing what you want to do you don't realize yeah. like how much real estate you have in somebody's head oh my until, god until like you really start hearing their comments on instagram and shit. yeah that's and a good like, way to put it too yeah and yeah, you're, like, you're literally like some of these people thrive on just like shooting negative comments or like trying yeah. to tear you yeah. down or something like that. But I'm like, that's exactly like you're, you're letting me win. You yeah. I'm saying like, I'm trying to get in your head. I'm but by doing to... that, they're just projecting their self doubt onto you. Exactly. Cause that's how yeah. they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you know, hundred percent. I mean, unless someone's just genuinely like a hateful person, but yeah, for the exactly. most of the time people are just mad at themselves. Yeah. So they're like seeing you do something that they want to do. Yeah. Then they're like, Oh, at this guy, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they'd be talking trash. But. And I think a lot of people, like when you're first starting a brand or you're first starting anything, you get really caught up on the haters and you like yeah. kind of let that like maybe not necessarily change your perception, but like kind of let it have an impact on what you're actually trying to do. It, and the yeah. biggest thing that I would say is just like, like tune that shit out. Literally like Dude, I've seen people tweak it. what they want to do for, for like the acceptance of other people's opinions. Oh, yeah. Right. So it's like yep. they, they want to make this type of clothes or whatever, just an example. And then somebody's hating on them. So they tweak it. To, to like appeal to all these people and it's exactly. like you start losing yourself exactly. you know you start losing who you really are 100%. through social media is a big thing too that's what happens on social media 100%. you start trying to appeal everybody so you lose who you are you know? yeah and it's funny like because a lot of people they'll really like start to switch and start doing things differently and then yep. the ones that were there in the beginning like fall off yeah like you know because you can tell that's not genuine anymore right it's not real yeah once it becomes know? like disingenuous it's you'll like, never it's be able to appeal to everybody yeah like, never. no matter what which you should never try to oh no no, no of course not so let's go ahead and dive like just real briefly <laughs> obviously if you guys want to learn about how jesse got started with his brand or how you know you've really gotten into the position you are right now then yeah. you guys should definitely tune into episode one i think it's or no episode three it's our first, it's part one yeah it's part one um i believe it's episode three on OG sessions, it should be like one of our first couple episodes for sure. Yeah. Um. But just go ahead and give us a quick like little introduction. When did you get started with Upland? Uh, twenty sixteen is when I started actual, like the first piece of product for Upland. Okay. It was in twenty sixteen, so kind of a long time ago, but not really in yeah. the world of designing stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's not really that. I bet long. it's flown by. For the yeah, most it's, part. yeah, it's been you know long. So yeah. What was that first product that you put out? Just out of curiosity. Dang, dude, it was uh. What the, I think a baseball tee or something. No way. Yeah, it was like a baseball tee or like um it was a, I had a I had a run of stuff. It was like three hats, a baseball tee, and then like some regular t shirts, and I actually put it into a store. Like the oh, first no drop way. was in a store. No way. Yeah, but I mean it didn't sell because it was horrible. Yeah. So yeah. like what was the um what was the store that it was in? It was skateboard city. Oh no. Yeah, way. he actually let me have my own retail shelf. No way, yeah. right there at um yeah. off, off Florida Boulevard yep, or whatever. Right up here. Dude, yeah. that is so funny. And it's funny because I knew him from my other brand that I had before Upland Good Vibes, right? So I had That's stuff right. in his shop already. Yeah. So I told him I was rebranding and I was like, yo, can I just put an actual shelf in here? 
and he let me put a shelf. That's and, crazy. Dude, the tags on the hats were sewn kind of crooked and not straight. Like it was crazy. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. But I was like, I don't care. I got it. Do something and yeah, just and keep it, keep it moving. But I bet it'd be funny now, like compare one of the hats you have now, like to oh one my, of it's those insane, ones, bro! It's, like it's insane. I actually have some stuff framed, like the first pockets I ever made, because I used to. So I I would get fabric. I never really talked about this real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna just say, yeah, yeah, no, no, dude, dude, yeah. So okay, yeah. listen to this. I'll get fabric from Joanne's fabric. Yeah, I had a pocket template. I would trace the pocket template, cut it out with scissors, fold it to a pocket shape. No fucking way. Pin it onto a shirt. Take it to a seamstress and she would sew it for me. No way. Yeah, and it had my like tag on it. This was back when pockets were cool though. Wow. You know, because there was a time oh, era yeah, where yeah. pockets were like the pocket tee was everything. Yeah, yeah. So that's how, and I have one of those pockets framed at my house, that's just as like the first so thing ever done. Funny. And then the logo is a pine tree because at the time I was kind of into nature and stuff. Yeah, 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 dude. It's so funny to look back on. It's crazy, like the growth. <laughs> sometimes you look at it and you're just like, you yeah, you really are like, way. what the heck was I doing? But at the same, time, but at the same like, time, it's like I needed that probably. And but what a lot, that's like what a lot of people try to avoid is like that trial and error phase, and it's like you have to go through that. <clears throat> yeah. Like I hate when people try to just like skip to the end and like start making these like super. I mean, granted, if you've got, don't get me wrong, if you've got twenty, thirty grand, just drop on your business. Yeah. And just have these like super insanely nice products all around. Mm -hmm. Go right ahead. Yeah. Like hire people to to yeah. do this. Do if that. That's what you got. But like. If you actually are starting from the bottom and you're creating something that's like yours and you're learning a whole process by yeah. yourself, you have to go through that trial and error phase. Mm -hmm. It's and a must. It's, yeah, it's going to be. I mean, you're going to fail nine times out of ten, like every single time. But that's how you perfect. Like once you get that tenth piece, you're like, oh wow. Oh, it's slow and steady, dude. Oh, slow, yeah, and, slow and steady. Of course, of course. That's how you win. Yeah, and you know that's like a, another thing that I wanted to really talk about. Like you know, with us is. Obviously, like I, I kind of put our brands in like the middle category. I wouldn't say that we're like a super small clothing brand. I sure. wouldn't say we're like as big as Louis, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, and I like you know, us being in that middle phase, like we're really able to see the differences between a small brand, right, and a big right. brand. Yep. And definitely see it all every day. You know, like that's one thing that I really like is like you're like I, I can pick out like on a small brand I can pick out certain things that they're doing like just simple things like even just simple like marketing on social media right and I'm like this is not a good idea like in my opinion you mm -hmm. know I'll see and be like this is just something that's hurting your brand or it's something that's making your brand less appealing or it's losing sales or whatever it is but then I'll also look at a company like Nike or a company like you know like Louis like something like that we were talking about any of those big designer brands, I'm like, wow, like that is marketing genius right yeah. there. And like, yeah. that's what literally separates you from the rest. Yeah. Or it's like, sometimes you put on a shirt. I mean, I, I'm so guilty of this. Like I'll be somewhere like trying on like some expensive, like nicer clothing or whatever. And I'll put it on. You can just feel that quality and you're like, yeah, almost of course. sold right away. Yeah, of course. You're that's like, true. This is how like they really stand this is out. This how they stand out. Yeah. Make, their, make it different, you know? Yeah. I think marketing is hard to learn. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's very hard to learn. No one's taught that stuff and nobody really even knows what it means like i remember i didn't get into marketing until really like this year really Honestly, yeah dude like before this i didn't know what the hell that word even meant what kind of marketing were you doing like before before nothing race? before nothing i would literally just word of mouth you know yeah just word of mouth like only hey you know here's my brand blah blah, blah social media but other than that no paid promotions no google no wow. like nothing yeah no so ads like, or nothing would you ever suggest like and this is just kind of a just random um would you ever like what would you suggest that a brand like early on mm -hmm. pays for promotions i don't think so i, I don't either i don't either. you know i think it's a like, wasted you're wasting money in that area when you could put money into perfecting your product and your yes, designs you exactly know? and i think that also like people need to make sure that they have 
you know, what their, uh, I mean, I want to like butcher this, but like, you know, like your aesthetic, your own mm-hmm. personal like look, mm-hmm. I like you need to have a Instagram page or or a social media, whatever the kind of social media it is, full of at least over a hundred pieces of your content, so that people can really look at a catalog of what you offer. You yeah, know? and usually that comes through time. So, it, in the beginning, you're not gonna. No, yeah, no, you, of course not. I don't think that you should do that. I think you should wait and figure out what you're really, yeah, what you're really putting out. Because there's brands who make T-shirts at first, and then all of a sudden they make shoes and then they switch yeah. it up completely and they never you know what i mean so it's and like you never know your of, vision you could put like that money that you would put into followers into other forms of marketing that will gain you followers yeah of like course stickers yeah you start slapping stickers around your city and watch your followers go up like literally dude um i know, can have a whole episode on just like ground gorilla it's called gorilla marketing yeah yeah, yeah. dude it's like there's so many unique creative ways <laughs> that i've yeah. done weird things to get people to be engaged with it too for sure but there's weird things that you could do on the street that's even getting people's attention so oh, yeah. and there's a lot of free stuff that you don't have to spend money on 100 percent. that's what that's how i did it i just saved my money for marketing in the beginning and just did guerrilla marketing where it was like i was on the ground yeah i was the one out in the street or i was the one out handing out flyers or whatever you're doing and then mm-hmm. i put that money into products yeah exactly know? and i like i really like that whatever you co- would call it like uh i really like that you know, process to go through like doing guerrilla marketing because it's yeah. your, it makes you like, it builds a strong connection to you and your brand. Yeah, facts. And it really like makes you put yourself out there. And, you're forcing yourself to be uncomfortable and exactly. you're forcing yourself to like try and fail too because yeah. people are going to reject you. 100%. And so you start building, again, you start building those emotions within yourself where the shit starts becoming natural and you're like, the uncomfortable becomes comfortable. Yes, you know what I mean? And exactly. you're like, damn, all right. And this is like a pure example. Like, don't think that these big brands like Nike and all these other companies like didn't do this. Yeah, you're just seeing them now, though, right? So it's like you just see them now where they, like, have these paid ads and they have all this, but you didn't see them 30 years ago or whenever they started. Every brand, like, literally every brand, it's, like, so funny. People will try to skip the guerrilla marketing phase, and but every brand has done it. Every brand has to do it. Every brand, you have to do it. It's, like, part of the process. And a lot of these people, what they'll do is they'll be so quick to have, like, three or four, like, pictures on their Instagram and sometimes I do I love when people will post a mock-up on their Instagram yeah I'm like I mean it's like one thing to like tease a product but like they'll post an actual mock-up like as if it's for sale like on Instagram mm-hmm. and it'll be like three photos they'll post a mock-up and it's just like a picture like you literally just went on the internet <laughs> yeah and put your logo on this hoodie never even bought the hoodie yet and yeah you're posting a picture of it and then they'll go and promote their account and oh I'm like, wow this, you're setting yourself back so far because people are going to think you're a brand you're not serious about it because mm-hmm. I think that one thing that you have to always do as an entrepreneur, just a clothing brand owner in general, is look at things through the eye of the consumer. Always, yeah. Every every time I put something out or post something, I'm like, I look back on it. I'm like, what is, you know, what would I, look, you know, if I was yeah. a customer, what would I think? Exactly. You know? And like, think you got to in an unbiased way. Yeah, yeah. And like, a, and also like, the customer is always going to be comparing your brand to the other brands right, too. So right. like, you have to look your whatever's in your niche, right? Like. Does this look tacky? Yeah. Does this look like really low quality? Could it be better? Other things? You know, could, it be could better? I be doing of it better? Course. Yeah. And there's so many times, like just me personally, I'll go to like make a post on like social media or make a post like on anywhere really. And I'll look out like, you know, this doesn't really represent my company mm, very well. Me and too. I'll, like, me too. Like I'll tweak it or I won't post it or something like that. And that's an important eye to have. Yeah. When you're doing For sure. You have to, you have to look at that. What would you say is some of the big things like you just noticed off the back between big brands and small brands that they do? Hmm. I've noticed that a lot of small brands, like we talked about, kind of they are they're always rushing. Mm-hmm. They're always trying to like be this biggest thing and like promote yeah. themselves like they're so big instead of like just promoting where they're at. Yeah, exactly. Like just being upfront and honest, like, hey, I just started. They're yeah. trying to be like 
then they'll go rent all this stuff and they'll spend all this extra money trying to flash and be cool and it's like dang dude just realize where you are yeah exactly and just like hone in on that and then keep grinding <laughs> like yeah and and you know like we just talked about like you've been doing this shit for eight years yeah i've been doing know? it for a while and it's <clears throat> and i'd say you've made incredible progress for eight years you know what i'm saying like yeah. when you look at it overall it's like holy shit but some people they're expecting like oh next year i'm trying to be financially free like yeah everyone dude because it's like because all this is marketed on social media as like the gateway out yeah everyone looks at it like oh you're gonna you know they, they have all these ads i'm sure you've seen ads where kids are on youtube and they're like hey i just invested in this and yeah. i made this it's like a joke you know or you see that like the little the ads will pop up on instagram and it'll be like do you want to learn how to make 10k yeah yeah 10, or you know six figures every yeah. month and then all this stuff <laughs> or it'll be a thing my clothing brand made six figures last month and it's like yeah okay probably maybe here, once it's but. so yeah and it's so funny because you look at some of those things and it's like do not be fooled by those like quick little like marketing yeah. schemes like my business did this my business if their business did six figures in one month you yeah. would very 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 much know about whatever that yeah brand you would is. know about what that you is. would know what yeah. that is for sure that's huge and that's also, one thing i did on the come up i cut out all that if it popped up i never gave that my attention yeah and i will never waste a second getting involved in it's that usually people that even if it's trying, true i don't give a fuck yeah oh, i don't want that like yeah so 100%. and it's usually people that are trying to like sell some kind of you know like um like marketing uh yep. book or something like that yeah. or they're trying to sell some like that's funny some class you know that you can mm -hmm. learn how to like really build your business and do yeah. all those different things it's like i'm sure used the right way maybe some of that stuff does work oh for sure, sure for sure i'm sure there's good information in there that yeah. you can really get but like you but are you gonna to make also, it like that in a month or you're something? trying to yeah you're trying to see like the biggest the bigger picture and, yeah and i would highly recommend like i mean not just because this is the route that i took but trial and error is the way to learn mm -hmm. everything like if yeah. you have the time to like really invest in yourself and like like learn different ways to do things like trial and error you will get better you, yeah every, failure you every, learn through failure it's funny because like ever since i first started doing the podcast since episode one it is steadily improved yeah like, i noticed when i came in here like, i was like okay this setup is sweet and i mean you remember when we first came yeah here, we, we first did it one mic table. was only on and literally, shit, you know we just yeah. yeah literally we couldn't even figure out how to get the second mic on mm -hmm. it's like that's like beautiful to watch though. But the people would have never known that. Never That's know. the biggest thing is like people get so lost in like their perception on Instagram. They think like even some people probably think like my podcast is perfect or like my brand is sure. perfect. But it's like they haven't seen all the 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 shit that's gone wrong, mm -hmm. all the times that like it, it hasn't worked cool, out the way yeah, you want worked, to. Yeah. Or like you're sitting here for hours trying to get shit to work before you start and you're like yep. running behind and it's like it's more stress than it is fun. And oh, people for sure. don't see that. Yeah, at for all. sure. But I mean, that's what it is. You know, you're investing in yourself. You're going to have Yeah, you're only investing in yourself. Yeah. You're yeah, going to have exactly. trial and tribulations. So, you know, I do have a couple questions from people on TikTok and people on things like that. So right. I want to share those with you. I feel like you'd be one of the best guests to, oh, let's go. to answer some of these. Let's so go. Um, one of the things I got is if, you know, you're starting a clothing brand or a new company or anything like that, like, should you do pop-ups? Do you believe that, like, doing pop-ups in your community are a beneficial thing for your brand? Yeah, definitely. If you're smaller, for sure. Yeah. And it depends on the route you want to go, but I think pop-ups are always beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great way for you to, like, connect. You're meeting with, people. You're connecting. You're, and whenever, yeah. like, those people go to follow you on Instagram, like, they feel like they really are a part of your company. They do. Like, and when they meet you in person, yeah, right? Like, exactly. people feel like, or if you have people who follow you on Instagram, come out to your pop-up and meet you. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, dude, I've always wanted to meet you or something. Yeah, right? so exactly. Like, you never really know how much of an impact you have as well through social media. Not as yeah. like maybe a public figure, but just like you see them and you yeah. meet the person behind and you're like, wow, I feel like I've been following you for years. I feel like we're family. Yeah, exactly. Like, 100%. You know? And it's really like, 
I think that it's a great way to build a real strong, loyal yeah. following, yeah. loyal fans. If you if you think like in the beginning you're too good for a pop up, I think you're a fool. Yeah, yeah in I the beginning for sure. But yeah. I also think that you like, can outgrow them. I do think, of yeah, course, you do outgrow them. I think you do outgrow them at a yeah. certain point because you know you look at some of these like some of these different you know brands. They'll do something like you know, like for example. I, sometimes I'll see brand like I get a, at a surf contest or something. I'll say mm-hmm. Quicksilver popping up, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "Dude, what is like? If you're Quicksilver, you're almost like doing yourself a disservice. You're like one of the biggest surfing brands out there, mm-hmm. and for you to like come and do a pop up, it almost makes your brand look a little bit like tacky." In my, it opinion. depends. I think on the event too. It depends on what true. the event is, how big it is, how legit it is. Yeah, true. Like you know, if you're doing something like Street League, which is a major worldwide. Yeah. Event, then yeah, big brands are gonna pop up. Facts, but if you're doing the facts. local farmers market, I mean, exactly. And Quicksilver's yeah. there. You're like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. That's true. That's true. And you do see like some of these brands will pop up at like, you know, like some of these community events that are going around around the city. Like those are great for you to pop up. At, yeah, like I mean, that. I think if you're in the beginning, you should be popping up at every single one. Yeah, back to back to back. Literally, if yeah. you can produce enough product to supply the yeah. pop up that you're at, and also, but also like take into consideration like how much these pop ups cost. I've, yeah, of course, don't be doing a five thousand dollar pop up or two thousand dollars. Vendor fees that yeah. I've seen, even like if you're just starting off, if it's over five hundred dollars, like I would even say don't do it. Don't do it because you need to stick to those one hundred one fifties. Invest that maybe, money into you know? product. Invest it into yeah. like ways for you to like create a different method for you to connect with your brand. Five hundred dollars yeah. is a lot of money, and people yeah, don't think like whenever you're doing a pop up. <clears throat> what I always look at is like there was one pop up I did. I think it was one hundred fifty dollars for me to join, or mm-hmm. no, one hundred twenty five dollars for me to join. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm sitting there selling stuff, but I'm just trying to get to that one twenty five so I can at least break even. Yeah, and that's not like a good way to be running whenever you're doing anything. You know, <laughs> it's like trying to break even because those products that you're losing, it's like, you're never going to see the profits from that money, yeah. you know, but I you mean, won't see profits for a long time anyway. Oh yeah. You definitely won't see profits. Yeah. You should be investing a hundred percent of whatever you're making in your company back into your brand. Yeah. The first, you know, the at least first year you're doing it. Yeah. And if you don't do that, then you're going to see the difference in growth <laughs> yeah. exponentially. Oh, you will sure. see. But I think pop-ups are crucial. I mean, oh, yeah. I think for a startup company, you should be hitting them all. Yeah, exactly. All of them. And even if you're like, you know, a lot of people might use the excuse, you know, I'm not a social person or I'm not really like somebody that likes to, I'm not really like confident enough to get out there and talk like we are and stuff yeah. like that. But it doesn't always have to be like you're out here selling them on something. Like yeah. just go out there, you know. And you learn that. Again, set up. yeah, you're not that way because you don't do it. Exactly. Facts. Nobody's that way when they don't do shit. Facts. I mean, literally. you're not going to be a professional athlete if you don't ever get on the field. Facts. I mean, it's impossible. Literally. So yeah, you're not good at selling. You actually, you do suck. Yeah. But once you do it five times, okay, Amen. it becomes better. Exactly. It's pretty simple logic, I think. But a Literally. lot of people are really stunned by that fear, man. I think that, that like it's it's more so just like I think that people lack confidence. That's and, what I'm saying, bro. And that was that that was the main reason for that book because like yeah. everybody I talk to, especially in the business field, are scared of everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, what? I mean, what's to be so scared about? Yeah, it's like you can't you can't have your hand held. And it's the whole it's time. simple. You're scared because you don't do shit. You sit in your house all day, yeah. and then you expect to be this entrepreneur. That's not just going to happen. You have yeah. to be uncomfortable. Exactly, it's just impossible to 100%. do. One hundred percent. I can't stand like sometimes I'll see people and they're like, they post on social media like they're super committed to whatever they're doing, and then you like really see them out in the real world and they're just like, like being lazy as hell, or they'll be out, you know getting super fucked up oh yeah but i love dude one of my biggest things i hate to even talk about it but i love to see like not necessarily my competition but like an other like person that's in my industry like super fucked up somewhere oh yeah because i'm like 
I'm locked in. Yeah, yeah. You're fucked I'm locked up. In. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I'm I see how here. driven you are. We're yeah. not even on the same page. Facts. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I've thought that before, too. Yeah, for sure. I've I'm done like, that. And I, you've definitely thought that because I last podcast bro. we did, um, you were saying, like, you've never even smoked or anything, right? Yeah, I'm like, always locked in. Never done drugs, never done anything. No, I've never done anything. I'm, I'm, 100% locked in 24-7. That's awesome, Mentally bro. on everything. Yeah, that's so. and that's the way, you, like, I mean, that's what separates the that's big what separates, from the smalls, literally. I, that's the thing. Literally. So another question that we have from TikTok. Okay. Go ahead and run one more real quick. Um, what should I focus on more at first, sales or followers? And this mm. is from Brandon on TikTok. Shout out Brandon. Shout what out Brandon, question. literally. Yeah, and I think that this is a really interesting question because interesting I think one. a lot of people – are so quick to like try to run up their following on social or whatever it is before they actually like, because here's the thing is what's, what's easier to run up your followers and then try to get your sales up or to get your sales up and then watch the following come. Because for me, like what I've noticed is it's so much easier to invest in marketing and just tools to produce better content when you have money. So like, if you're going to make like, for example, let's say your first drop, you're going to make like 20 or 30 of each product, you know, you're just starting out or something Mm -hmm. like, don't be so focused on like handing out those products and like trying to get good content and trying to get like 10,000 followers on Instagram right away. Mm. Like instead, you know, get your content, get Mm. a fair amount of content. I'm not saying don't get content, but sell the shirts, Mm. triple your money, quadruple your money, make two more products, make good content with that but you don't have to be handing out try to constantly grow your followers grow your followers here if you follow me i'll give you a shirt type shit like forget all that you know yeah that's a little much <laughs> and yeah yeah exactly like mm-hmm. some of these but i mean some of these people it's like they they're so focused on the follower i see it with i mean i i was that way too when i first started i really wanted to get my followers up but at the same time it's like mm-hmm. i also wanted to make money yeah i think it depends on the i guess your goal if you want money or because you can look wow. at it from two you can look at it from a couple ways i guess we all want money obviously yeah, that's the end course, goal yeah. but like you could look at it from two ways. You could say, if I get my followers up, I have a bigger chance to make sales because I have more eyes on it. Facts. Right? You can look at it from that point of view where it's like, right now I have 10 people looking at it. 10 people care. And yeah. those are only my friends. Facts. Let's just say we're in the very beginning. Yeah. Right? Facts. Let's say I put in some work to get followers. Okay, now I have 100 eyes on it. Mm-hmm. That's That leaves a greater chance of a sale. Mm-hmm. Right? Because now you have instead of 10, 100. Facts. You can look at it from that point of view. So it's kind of like there is, yeah, no, and I think it's almost that, like a simultaneous. I job. would never say I would never say that like one's more important than the other, but just you, like when you're first starting out, it's you're more likely to fail if you have zero dollars as opposed to if you have like zero followers. Well, and it depends too on on your personal life and professional life outside of your business. So it's like if you have a day job and let's say that's bringing in you cash, then you're not maybe hurting for cash. Facts. So you don't have to crunch numbers. But I see a lot of people in the beginning that don't have day jobs and yeah. they just use this as their full-time job. Oh my God. And then they try to crunch these numbers and make sales and try to profit this and that. And it's like, I don't know how people do that, man. I'm not sure either. Cause I don't think that I've never thought that that was logic. I because, never, dude, I, I don't understand. Like, because first off, I'm just thinking about just me on my own. Yeah. Like just a situation. I'm in all the bills that I'm paying. Like, yeah, you kind of have to have a job. It's like, I, I, there's no way I could even produce enough money to right. invest money back into my brand after I pay all my bills. But a lot of people will be like, I want to order like kind of the method you talked about where they're like, I want to order 30 shirts. Let me sell those 30 shirts, use that profit to make this and that. And I'm like, that's a good idea. Obviously you should do that. But I think it takes a lot longer than if you had a day job and you were like, fuck money. I'm yeah. just putting 30 shirts. I'm going to do 50. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have this. Like you just keep buying yeah, because eventually it gets sold. And then eventually that's how I did it. So yeah. I don't really know. I think it can go both ways though. I agree. I think they're, they're both. It kind of depends on what you think is smarter in your journey probably at yeah. the time. 
Exactly. But I think definitely it goes both ways. I use the follower thing too to my advantage. Really? I mean, I never gave out free shit for a follow. No, yeah. But yeah, I was facts. like getting followers, and then it opens more eyes. Yeah, you have a good. That's kind of, of the whole point of like marketing. Yeah. Too, because exactly. I'm on Google. I run Google Ads. Oh, really? Yeah, and that generates sales for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, and I also feel like it's it does like help with promoting your product whenever people land on your page and you've got at least a couple thousand followers. You know. Yeah, of course. Or at least enough to where you're. You know, you could, and there's two ways too. You can either, if they land on your page and you have amazing content and you don't have enough followers, they still take you serious. Cause it's like yeah. the content is like great. Exactly. So this brand is obviously just not big enough yet. Yes. Or you have shitty content and a lot of followers and they're like, this brand's a joke Yeah. because the, the you know, yeah, we don't paying, care about your followers. Yeah. They're fake followers. Yeah. We don't care if you have 17,000 followers, but your, your page looks like ass. Yeah. Exactly. No one cares about that. Yep. You know, you're still posting mock up. Right. You're like still that, posting yeah. whatever like crappy stuff or you don't have yeah. an aesthetic or you don't have a theme or something. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it goes both ways. I yeah. think it's funny. Yeah. And I think so too. I think it's like really interesting whenever, you know, people just try to do one or the other, you know, Cause like, one thing I learned about a brand, you're doing everything at once. Oh yeah. You can't just focus on one thing. You're like, always doing when 100 things first, at once exactly when you're first starting off your brand you need to be learning how to be a photographer oh yeah marketer, yeah designer. And, and again like back to the money thing you have to cut costs on other areas yeah so it's like let's say you have to hire a photographer like why the fuck would you hire a photographer if your buddy can take it for you for free exactly maybe it's not as good as the photographer but yeah. it's learn how to edit i mean 100%. you gotta put in some work and learn some you know but a lot of people just want to outsource everything and then it's like yeah you'll never make profit because you're yeah. just fucking paying everybody to do everything because you have no skills hell yeah you have to learn a little something yeah you know well i appreciate you coming through yeah and um we were able to run a part two i've been looking forward to this for a while i know that we've been talking about doing a part two even after you finished up episode one of course dude. so um i appreciate you coming through man of course bro appreciate it and uh we'll definitely run another one here soon all right brother peace I'm not going to do that.